This is a news laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Hafta. Damn, we have been bombarded. Bombarded with emails from you, the listeners. Thank you so much for writing in on the Hafta. We love the fact that you're engaging with us and we'll be reading three mails from our audiences in this Hafta. Welcome to News Laundry Hafta. I'm Abhinandan Sekri. News Laundry apna lagaan. Or, nahi, sorry, Angrez apna lagaan. Or News Laundry apna hafta. Kabhi nahi chhodte. Sorry about that. Mess up. Uh, I before uh, I actually let me just get into introducing the panel. Anand Ranganathan. Hi. Madhu Trehan. Hello. Karuna John. Hello. Uh, Manisha. Hi. And before I introduce our last panel member, I just like to tell you what all we'll talk about. We will talk about the Bajrang Dal video clip that has gone viral. Everyone's talking about it. We'll talk about the journalist who was called front for the Indian Mujahideen. Uh, on Arnab show, the Twitter spat between Smriti Irani and Priyanka Chaturvedi, is that right? Um, and uh, we will also try to talk about uh, Rishi Kapoor and his uh, take on nepotism uh, in, in the film industry and nepotism in politics. Speaking of which, our final panelist, our guest, Desh Gaurav Sekri, who happens to be my cousin. Hi Desh. Hi. Welcome to our panel, welcome to Hafta. Desh is a columnist for the Business Standard and the Economic Times, correct? And used to be one for the Indian Express. That's right. You don't write for the Indian Express anymore? Well, the people who I actually dealt with are now in the Business Oh. And you are also the author of the book, The Incredible Story of the Indian Premier League, Not Out. So we will talk about your book. Uh, but also, uh, if you like independent news, please click on our page to keep news free and subscribe. Let's get into it. But first, uh, quickly, Desh. Uh, I will come to your book. But before that, we before we come to what we agree with, that <laughs> say, please do a good job. <laughs> but uh, you and I disagree on the BCCI should not come in the RTI. I remember we had a big argument about this once. We did have, yeah. yeah. Right around the time I was getting married, actually. Yes. In fact, Even before. <laughs> in fact, on your wedding, I was like, wow. <laughs> so, so forgive me if I wasn't fully engaged at the time. But uh, why do you think it shouldn't? Well, I thought there were certain facets that shouldn't. Hmm. Uh, I thought that there are too many selectors in the Indian population. I thought that it would actually also deter a lot of the sponsorship activity. I think there are a lot of listed companies which would suddenly fail a lot of their confidential documents are being taken out into the public domain. It might actually drive away industry from sport. And my, my concern was that that would also extend to various other sports. And as soon as you take industry away, you take away any sort of development in the long run. So that was my concern that it would be misused. Not that the BCCA should not be accountable. Okay, but do you think they should come under RTI? They are other sports bodies, or do you still hold the opinion that they should not come under RTI? See, I think that. The way it's actually panned out over the last four years, I think we discussed this four years back, I think it's very hard for them to state a claim to no longer be accountable, or to no longer come under the public domain, or into the public domain, sorry. I think today, knowing what we know, and knowing the extent of conflict of interest, and we can thank some of the architects of the IPL for that, I think we're in a position where they have no leverage and they have no bargaining power to escape all of their actions being 
scrutinized and actually being judged whether it's the judiciary or the Indian fan. I think that's that's the way, that's the new normal and I don't think there's any escaping it and I think it's, the board has itself to blame for that. So this Loda committee recommendations, you're a lawyer and you write about sport and uh, you think they, as some channel saying, are unimplementable. Do you agree with that? Do you think Mr. Loda's not quite understood what he's asked for? No, I think they understand perfectly. And in fact, I think what's happened is that the ECCI is an institution that is now smaller than the sum of its parts. And I think it's the fact that on-ground implementation with all the state associations is going to become, I mean, it's a behemoth. You're looking at, you're looking at an association which has 37 to 43 full-time members none of whom are fully in compliance with the thoughts and directives of the central board. So I think it's unimplementable because of their own inefficiencies. I don't think it's unimplementable because the thought is wrong. I do also think they've gone a little bit too extreme in certain aspects. For example, uh, not wanting ads during uh, over breaks, etc. I think that's going to deter again industry and initiative. So that I'm against, but barring that, Okay, we'll just come back to your book and IPL. I have a few questions on that, but before I do that, Madhu, what do you think? Do you think sports bodies should come under RTI or not? Would you? Um, frankly, I don't know enough about uh, this, this. How sports bodies work? Yeah, but I think that what we are facing in this country is, I think, an extreme corp. Is there such a word as corporatization of everything? Hmm. Um, of every public service hmm. and if we look at it in terms of um, whether it's medicine or journalism or the legal profession which are supposed to be public services hmm. and uh, something as as uh, something as pure as supposed to be pure as sport hmm. like when you think of music there shouldn't be anything political in listening to music or any music, but it does become that. You know, mm. All over the world there are mm. Jews who will object to listening, listening to Wagner because you heard that music when they were. But I think when bringing it to this situation, one does feel the lack, the loss of that purity. That it has become so corporatized, it's been, seeing those cheerleaders really irritates I think me. that's your feminist kicking in. Well, let it kick in. I'm not, no, I'm not complaining. I, I think that's not corporate. That's just... Yeah, no, but it's all part of the hype. Hmm. See, it's all part of the hype. You don't go to watch just cricket. You're betting. You're, the bookies are in play. Daud is playing, you know, buying up the, uh, you know, uh, in the play also. It's become really, really murky. And that bothers me. And I think IPL has is, is become like a... Uh, the coca, the karma cola of of cricket. It's it's just too it's too popcornish. Okay, did you watch the semi final or whatever? Do you watch it at all? A little bit. Okay. Uh, what do you do? You agree with this? Yeah, no. I, I like yeah. watching it. Though. I like watching cricket as a game, and especially the ending, which is usually very uh, when you think players going to lose and then they go and win. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I mean my my personal opinion is that if BCCI has a team that is representing India, mm. then it should come under that. So, for example, if you have an IPL franchise, mm. which is a completely private, corporate, whatever. I mean, I don't know the connections of BCCI with 
IPL teams. Mm. But I would say that uh, you know BCCI is running because it uh, floats a team that the whole nation supports. Mm. And uh, you know if the nation wasn't there mm. supporting the team, then BCCI and wouldn't. That's be there. a question I'd like to raise actually because one wonders how a commercial body has got the monopoly to represent a country. Desh, please answer that. Uh, well, it's actually, it's, it's actually not a commercial yeah, body. It's not so, so it's, it's meant to be. Oh, those set people up are really in tatters. No, no it's BCC. No, so, so the keyword was meant. It's not meant to be a commercial body. The function they perform is for the development of the country. Mm. The issue, in fact, I think this is the biggest mistake that the board has done is they brought the IPL within its fold. What they should have done it should have clearly is make it a private entity and run it as a private league. But then can they represent the country? They're not. IPL is not represented. Oh, IPL is. No. Okay. So, okay. so the board, and, and this is actually very interesting. I think that what we're going to see in the next year are, are various permutations and combinations. And I think sooner or later they are going to explore the concept of not being a national sports federation for, for India. They're going to... And, and the reasons for these are, are manifold, and we're seeing the writing on the wall already. You have Shashat Manoa, who is now going to be the chairperson of uh, ICC, an independent chairperson, who just a week back was the president of PCCI. Right. He is clearly, even if he's not conflicted uh, in actual terms, his, his, his sympathies lie with the board. I do think they feel they're being over-regulated by the courts. They feel that they've actually been made a scapegoat of. So do you think they're being over-regulated since you're a sports lover and an officer of the court? <laughs> I, I you are, right? I, As a lawyer, aren't you an officer of the court? Well, yeah, yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, but, no, so I think what happened is they went from 0 to 100. There was never a 10, 20, and 30 when they were regulating cricket. Hmm. They waited till the nth hour. Till everything came. like shit hit the fan. Exactly. Said, and, they, and, and now they're putting some sort of a utopian structure in place which is not going to. Karuna, do you have a view? No, on I this? think it should be under ITI because it is not an individual corporate body, it is a Sarkari system. Its appointments are quasi political, we all know that. They all have affiliations and friendships. You know, there is huge amounts of money that needs to be accounted for. But does it and depend on the government for its finances? No, it's so rich it doesn't need to at so, the moment, but... That's right, but, but all... It all has to pay tax. And all its stadiums are... No, it doesn't. Under the largest. It doesn't? So no, it does. Now it, it does because tax. it's been actually considered to be giving... Performing a public But function. does it pay for the stadiums and the police bandobas that happens? So that so it will it will pay for whatever it's required to okay. pay, but it's a it's a very subsidized. Okay. So this paying of the tax started when? 2010-11 is when. Uh, mm. So of course, I mean, for years it's years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It seems. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. It seems to me like the BCCI sort of slipped into this role from the old days, where it was like not considered. It was a cricket was a sport, it wasn't money making. Mm -hmm. And the money making sort of gradually crept in until it became this mammoth uh, cash register. And then we suddenly decided look at it and say, how did this happen? Because in the old days when they represented the country, it was okay because you know it wasn't making hmm. I think the whole thing started like after India won the 83 World Cup. So 87 was the watershed moment when you know, I mean all the 
people who are playing cricket or the people who are administrating you are right that's the time the when sport, uh, sports management came in that was the time when the commercials started when uh, after the world cup when sports people were doing yeah commercials suddenly all that but aren't happened. all federations under government aegis in that sense other sports so why should these guys be exempt just because they have a million times more the money so so they're trying to use the same argument as baseball in the united states of america from, from the late 1800s to the early 1900s they're saying it's the national pastime we are actually successful in a sport you should be applauding us rather than bringing us down and they're saying that we should be exempt from what applies to all other federations which aren't doing anything so cricket also also the argument is that because cricket is not an olympic sport and there's a reason i mean there's a reason they don't play the asia they don't mm. play the commonwealth they don't because it's kind of boring yeah <laughs> that's what <laughs> i agree with that totally well and it also keeps them outside the ambit of the olympic charter what is your book about So my as they say in American talk shows, plug your book. Plug your book a bit. <laughs> so my book is actually it's what I feel is the first authoritative narrative on what the IPL is all about, whether or not it really is a league, whether it's the first league which actually set sports in motion in India, and whether or not what they're doing is sustainable, what they can actually do to make this a successful property, and how the controversies have actually taken away. Mm-hmm. from from many of the tangible components of the sport itself and have you explored the legal aspects of did you bring in lalit modi i did with the cover yeah yes yes and the cover was actually in bagu for that very reason it was in bagu right until the book was released why oh. because he would object well it was felt that he might although i don't really he feel he never might He's happy to have his picture anywhere. So, in fact, in his executive book, uh, there's a quote by Shekhar Gupta goes beyond the headlines to scrutinize the murky underbelly of the IPL. So, you have a endorsement by of Vinod Rai and of Shekhar Gupta. So, uh, this book is called Not Out: The Incredible <coughs> Story of the Indian Premier League. Before we move on to uh, Manisha, who's going to speak about whatever she wants, because she's hardly spoken. Actually, I'm curious about something that's written on the blurb of your book, and I was curious to ask him. I know nothing about cricket, but I'm sure a lot of people would want to know this. You say that with a few alterations, the IPL can have a fantastic future and do wonders for the sport, yeah. which a lot of purists feel that it destroyed the sport. Why do you feel that it would? But I feel that everybody focuses on what's actually happening off pitch. If mm. you actually look at what's happening on pitch, we've come up with the entire crop of new cricketers, mm. and a lot of them are actually getting a much easier showcase. to show off their skill if you look at many of the people who are being chosen in the indian team many of them and and a lot of the re- the main reason for this is the exposure in young indian players are getting to the best in the world yeah. nowhere else do we have a league which is dominating a sport and actually the best of the world come and play in india giving the fan the exposure to see the best in the world and giving our players to rub shoulders and actually learn from guys like ab de villiers and chris gayle you're actually seeing a much steeper learning curve for our best players mm-hmm. you know this players and i think so it's good for cricketing talent i was discussing with a colleague of mine this morning that you know i found cricket really boring and i've just recently started watching a little bit thanks to ipl otherwise i'd never watch cricket it, it like kon baithe ka sara it's got a new audience it's for sure it's got new audience my mother yeah, knows all these shampoo shampoo darren हाँ मतलब तीन घंटे में मामला सुलट गया छोड़ दिया चलो 
And can I just say, I mean, what Manisha has talked about, purest thing. I mean, that's just complete bunkum. Yeah. I mean, I have enjoyed Test cricket for most of my grown-up life, and mm-hmm. I love Test cricket. And you know, to just say that oh, IPL aagya to log Test cricket. No, this is, these are just two different things. You know, and as you said, Test cricket is uh, is still superb. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, you know, this old notion of Test cricket really tests you. I'm sorry, you know, it's one day cricket and the limited overs that actually test because you have to make a, you know, a set number of runs in these many overs. You can't just you can't just call the game. Call the game. Yeah. I mean, remember when we were kids, there used to be a rest day. In the middle of it. Okay, Manisha, what do you want to go with? I am really upset with Urta Punjab not getting clearance from the censors board. Censors, the Madi. Hey, let's not call it the censor board. Let's call it what it is. Certification board. The board for the certification of film and whatever. But it is censoring. It is actually and the censor board. Punjab. Yeah. Yes, board of film certification. Well, they said India. apparently it has too much, too many abuses. So they're not going to clear it. They're not going to clear it. They're not going to give it a. Duration of the kiss. James Bond kiss that it's too long. <laughs> So Not even give it an A certificate. They just don't want the movie to be screened at all. A- at all, yeah. yeah. Listen, I think. Wow. I really think that's over excessive. Yeah, that is because very ridiculous. Because first of all, as much as as a parent, you keep your language clean in front of your kids when they're growing up. Although it's rude, both that's it. Actually, if they heard this, they would laugh. But the thing is. That whatever you think you're protecting your children from in terms of language, they're learning it's it on there. the bus, they're yeah. learning it in school, they're learning it from everywhere else. So Urta Punjab so, can't really do much more. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like saying, I'm not going to tell my kids uh, they shouldn't know anything about the facts in life, and then they learn it from uh, mm-hmm. crazy, demented people Correct. who tell them all Tera Mera stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, like such, if you're in a convent by nuns. Hmm. And it's it becomes warped and twisted. So Who I had none? And it's a, <laughs> it's a movie set in Punjab. It's on the drug problem. What do you and expect I think them it's to be? Okay, leave it. It's it's. I think it's what they don't seem to understand. I think this is a very important issue in our culture. Is that when somebody talks absolute nonsense in a pompous, serious. Ponderous way. It can be garbage, yeah. but people will listen oh, to it. Oh, so even you watch the current Thapar interview? <laughs> <laughs> well done. Sorry. And if it's done in this, like what they've done in Urta Punjab, mm-hmm. uh, as I see in the trailer, with the finger going like this, and viewers, <laughs> readers, hearers see this, and if it's done in this funky way, Immediately the backs are up, and that is something cheap and tacky, and get it away. Yeah, it's, it's. I think problem. that they have to get away. From yeah, how can you I have? Think it's, you're not discussing drugs in Punjab. Yeah, exactly. It's a very serious issue. And you have to know yeah. the way this whole. Yeah, you know, he can't thing. be spewing gallib, no. And it's drugs in Punjab, a younger generation. And if gallies are it, take a walk to the local DDA market. Yeah, you'll well, have more in like. Make a film. In Punjab, exactly. unless it has abuse, it's just not. It's a or in fire. or in Banaras, the Asikhar Scott. Exactly. In fact, yeah. I remember when I went to Banaras, um, the the professor Bhattacharya there, who's at the BHU, and he's everyone Banaras truly respects him. He said, "Yaha Banaras me Shivji, hamari jeep par baithe rehte hain." So, जो पहला शब्द निकलेगा, and he used the word, you know. 
छोड़ते So I will say that now. Thank you. Listen, guys. We need your subscriptions for us to bring good programs to you. Yeah. And the more you subscribe, we'll be able to do more video, which is most important. So please, please subscribe. And the subscription button we will put under every hafta. So if you want to show us the love, send us the mails, but also subscribe. <clears throat> also, Karthik has on my request. Please try to keep your emails a little short because he says half his day goes in reading the emails. <laughs> okay, so uh, we lower reader. Can you be? No, but they actually yeah, very lots long. Lots of emails. Okay. But um, so I'll just read a little bit of the, this mail, and the rest you can read in our letters to Hafta. We are starting a new segment called Letters to Hafta, and it says, "Dear Newsnali team." I've been alone. I'm sacrificing a lot of sleep and rest to write this email because of my schedule. So please cover this in all caps. So sweet. You have indeed changed news. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this email is from our alert listener who's written like a two-page email, Karthik, an ardent follower. So thank you, Karthik, for your kind words. He says you have indeed changed news. This NL Hafta is one of my favorite episodes because of the range of the content covered. Madhu taking on Anand. and sure. because you followed up your discussion on reforms in religion so um, that's what he started off with anand he said a lot to you i understand where you come from when you say that religion reform has to happen from someone outside the religion i to a man of science and it's hard to even imagine someone religious reforming religion so he agrees with you on i, I don't think he agrees with me on anything <laughs> but, but thank you for uh, although he's written something it's says tu mera kya ukhad lega so i was thinking that is to me but uh, thanks karthik for your mail you can read the entire mail it's a really good mail with some great um, feedback uh, which we'll be putting under this and he says there are other independent media sites but they have clear biases but other than abhinandan who is openly a kejriwal bhakt <laughs> still still he still no i i'm sorry madhu stand up for me I'm not standing up for you. I'm going to tell you that I I'm beginning to see a lot of chinks in that. I don't think you're such a bhakt. I'm not. But anyway, Anand, you still haven't got back to me to explain the motivation of Ipsita in doing what she did in the final act of For Love and Honor, which is Anand's book. Oh. So um yeah, uh, before we move on to the next dish, uh, you have any views on uh, on censorship do you think there needs to be a board of film certification and censorship or should it just go as is no my only question is is this the first of its kind which has been well i think this is the first time i've had the issues of certification no many but to say that the movie will not be screened at all and, and not be given any sort of yeah, certification yeah, bad language that i don't i haven't heard of that the first this year asigat was banned last year as well so yeah for banarsi language so the so the rationale is basically that it's the movie is spoiled to such an extent that it will have no script which will be 
legible? What, what is the what is yeah. the reason? No, I think it's like it's bad well, language and hall. We don't use such all. we don't use such language. <coughs> it's, it's a very I think now maybe things would improve because Sham Benegal is but uh, this is his charge of but this, but this, this is, is his board. Yeah. He's not his board. No. He's in charge of of a revamp oh, committee. So he has no say in this. Yeah. No, but he should have a say in this. He should stand. Bollywood should not just. And it's film certification. It's not Bollywood film censorship not board. Mm. They don't stand. You know, so mm. too much talking over each other. Okay. okay. Um, then uh, we just move on to the next. Uh, uh, you know, representative from Uttarakhand, who's a Kumauni and not a Garhwali or something like that. She I'm a Kumauni. Yeah. Okay, she's a Kumauni. Not a Garhwali. So what's <laughs> happening in your channel? The channel that know. stung Harish Rawat. Has gone off air after he again became chief minister. That's horrible, Harish Rawat. How nice can you do this? I yeah, you've let me down. <laughs> no, but I don't know what what exactly happened. Uh, well, according to this article in the scroll, that it just went off air, and the opposition is saying that it was blocked for 19 hours apparently hmm. uh, because we were vindictive. Well, horrible. But then I guess uh, Congress MLA. Every channel, what can you expect? But mm. it is unfortunate. Mm. I think this is something that, <coughs> in fact, I was just talking to someone this morning. He jungle raj, jungle raj, koi bol raha tha, but Bihar, aur yahan par censorship hai. And here I'll sound a bit like Anand. You good, know, good change. <laughs> <laughs> I also try to sound like him. You know, Madhu, the fact is that we have always been. Like this, no matter which party, but it's true, you know. Punjab, for some reason, has never gotten jungle raj. Bichare, Bihar is very poor. Ton par chipa gaye jungle raj. Aap Punjab mein dekho, pichle 20-25 saal mein jo hota hai. 60 years, 60 years. The jungle raj. From Kero's time. My friends in Punjab, the way they say ki haan, wo kuch log maar diye thi, wo banana kacha wo maar. From Tams and Kero's time. Aap dude, which like you live in the the wild west of the. Town of Tombstone in the 1800s. That's the normal. So anyway, Uttarakhand, that's happened. I think we all, as news people, must stand up. And Mr. Rawat, though there's no proof that you've done it, but we know. I'm currently bad always. No, one sec. We're going to do together. A channel that didn't string on someone. It's so convenient, na? It just blacked out. It's too convenient. When Badal, some other channel went off air. Or Tamil Nadu, no? if you say something Tamil about Nadu, Amma and then bye bye. Look at the press, the press statement. It's, it's very legalistic. See, there's one in that uh, story. He says what? Something about how it most likely did not happen or it may have happened. Ah. There's something, it's, I, I don't remember the exact word. Right. Please continue the discussion. I'll just open that story. Yeah, but it wasn't like there was a power outage, no? Congress is known for this slimy, sneaky ways of censoring. Like BJP or its supporters would be a little more brazen when it comes to. They're clever in doing it. They hide their tracks better. Mr. Harak Rawat is now part of the BJP. Though the ruling Congress has denied involvement in the development, Harak Rawat, one of the rebel Congress assemblies, burnt an effigy of Chief Minister, sign of protest. And he says the government has not banned any channel. We honor the independence of the media, but it has to be ensured that media forum is not misused. This is the chief yeah. minister spokesperson. Sorry, yeah. not the BJP person. The chief minister spokesperson said that the government has not banned any channel. We honor the independence of media, but it has to be ensured that the media forum is not misused. 
यार who are you to decide यार whether it's use or misuse आज के ad देखें जो हम एक घंटे हो रहा भारत निर्माण हो रहा मनमोहन और सोनिया ने चाट लिया था हमारा दिमाग तो दैट वाज नॉट मिसयूज वो भी हमारे पैसे से हमारे पेपर्स में देखो फुल पेज फ्रंट पेज एवरी पेपर दिस इज समथिंग आई थिंक एट लीस्ट 200 पेपर आई शुडंट आई थिंक इट्स कुछ करो यार <laughs> देश का कुछ करो आनंद बचाओ देश को बचाओ <laughs> देश का कुछ नहीं हो सकता मेरे भाई व्हाट वुड लाइक टू डिस्कस नाउ आनंद आई लीव इट टू यू टू गो विद द नेक्स्ट आई थिंक वी कैन डिस्कस द त्रिपुरा थिंग विद द स्कूल टेक्स्ट बुक यस आई जस्ट सॉ द पॉइंट एट द एंड आई हैव नो आईडिया सो प्लीज इनफॉर्म अवर व्यूअर्स सो व्हाट हैपेंड वाज आई थिंक 3 वीक्स अगो मेबी कपल ऑफ वीक्स अगो राजस्थान गवर्नमेंट they uh, their school board or education mm-hmm. board uh, you know they kind of publish some books and one of the books uh, on social sciences class 7 i think not mistaken uh, they erased nehru out completely and if you you know i went through that book mm-hmm. there like 27 pages on uh, you know indian uh, pre independence mm-hmm. during independence the day of independence post independence mm-hmm. nehru hey तो हु इज द फर्स्ट प्रेसिडेंट ये है फर्स्ट प्राइम मिनिस्टर वो है ओनली प्लेस वेयर नेहरू कम्स इज इन इन द साइटेशन ऑफ अ बुक दैट इंक्लूड्स द नेम नेहरू एंड अरविंद पानागरिया इज देयर दे टॉक अबाउट प्लानिंग कमीशन बट दे डोंट टॉक अबाउट हु कॉन्स्टिट्यूटेड ऑल दीज दे टॉक अबाउट इंस्टीट्यूशन आई आई टी दे टॉक अबाउट ऑल दीज थिंग्स दे टॉक अबाउट अनदर पंडित हु वॉज द प्राइम मिनिस्टर but it's not pandit jawaharlal nehru it is the prime minister of the rajasthan state in 1949 so nehru ko unhone hata diya they include veer savarkar but they talk about savarkar without mentioning that he had to uh, he petitioned for mercy please hmm. so suddenly veer savarkar is arrested and after you know some years veer savarkar is out okay so yeah, this is. kind of thing and this created a huge halabalu rightly so hmm. because it is petty vindictive vindictive and I mean, the whole point of history is that you, even knowledge. if you don't like Nehru, for some inexplicable reason, mm. okay, uh, you you bring out his bad points. You bring out the points that you know that uh, they were not good of. You can't just wipe you him. You can't erase history. And mm. what like any intelligent historian, if they include what happened in Kashmir. him taking it to the un yeah. what happened with china sure all the debacles that yeah. the yeah, all the errors of the jeep scandal all yeah. that cover up rather you don't have to obliterate you just put the balance so and so this so is what is on so good part and absolutely and what has happened in the uh, the cpim government in tripura mm. the communists they it's their social sciences book mm. i think class 8 hmm they have completely removed the nehru ko chodo freedom fighters ko hata diya unhone so they talk about the french revolution they talk about <laughs> they talk about uh, uh, the russian revolution trotsky lenin marx so engels mm. and uh, suddenly i mean there is no freedom movement there is no bhagat singh there is no even gandhi the name of gandhi appears only when he is appreciating cricket What? <laughs> <laughs> so there is so, Marx and there is cricket. So there is Marx. There is Karl Marx. Yeah. So, so the British got bored and left. Just on their own. See, this is what I'm. So basically, the only way a kid can learn, uh, uh, you know, a composite 
view of Indian history <laughs> is that his parents were transferable jobs or <laughs> they go to different states. Marks कौन है कैसे पता मैं त्रिपुरा में था पहले then he goes राजस्थान गवर्नमेंट कमीशन दब्लिशिंग ऑफ दीज क्लास राइटिंग ऑफ दीज बुक्स गेस हाउ मच दे पे टू लैक्स दैट इज इट for writing the book for writing textbooks new textbooks from classes 1 to 12 yes. so i don't mind i mean oh, sorry i mean i i don't i mean it, it is expected mm-hmm. that if you pay 2 lakhs and you get all your cronies to write you know they will write whatever they want to write. Uh, what but you get what i increasingly find is that uh, if you want to get if you want to understand indian history do not read indian historians Hmm. that is what i would say so emphatically right i mean there's enough history written yeah. why do they have to commission more books hmm, hmm. say what you saying manisha yeah. manisha no. i wouldn't say okay. some, some, yeah. so what, what your your views on this uh, and I'll, i'll tell you i mean i'll give you the example sorry, sorry. just to be very briefly i'm so sorry you know it's because uh, so for i mean everyone if you talk about quote and quote eminent historian the first name that comes is professor ramachandra guha and if you read his account so whatever he talks about he, he does it very professionally but you see the whole point is that's half the story you are not telling the you if you hiding something that is equally damaging so for example he he writes a book on nehru uh, i mean during the the creators of asia the makers of modern asia mm-hmm. published in 2014 and he uh, he says in that book like reading it says that uh, because of modern india because of modern issues this is a book that came out in 2014 <laughs> and so he says that nehru became the congress chief in jawala nehru became congress chief in 1928 he was gandhi made him so now in the same year using the same resource which is a nehru memorial library and museum of which you know for uh, with which uh, professor guha has been closely associated with another historian digs out a letter of motilal nehru writing to gandhi ki bhaiya isi ko banao please make jawahar jawahar as a congress chief hmm. this came out in 2014 so you know uh, i mean i i don't mind reading good things about nehru because i i uh, you know i'm very open to it nehru did a lot of uh, when i see him as bertie wooster Hmm. you know blundering sort of a guy not the jeeves jeeves was probably sardar patel but you know <laughs> then, but so he did a lot of good things hmm. and similarly professor guha talks about kasturba gandhi uh, sorry mahatma gandhi and western medicine hmm. recently hmm. and he completely omits the fact that he forbade penicillin to For be kasturba. given to kasturba gandhi and uh, you know and jeeves actually died hmm. because of you know i would say because of that Right. And Gandhi said, "This is the happiest day of my life because she passed away when we were praying." <coughs> Now, mm. when you say half the story, mm. then it's not good. Yeah. That that should go down as a line. Things husband should not say. Nish, <laughs> <laughs> do you have a view on this, or do you only restrictive view on sport? No, I don't. Mm. Uh, in this case, I actually do because I've actually I spent a lot lot of time studying in Virginia, mm. and in that Bible Belt, you tend to see a lot of Geography and biology, biology lessons, which seem to ignore what the prevailing 
school of thought is, and I think that's, that's a real problem that we constantly face. I mean, I think the entire Midwest and Deep South completely ignored the prevalence of evolution yes. in their textbooks. Yeah. And I think the so same thing happens. Oh, so, so they don't recognize evolution. Very so that's lucky you studied a bit in India also. I know, if I was there, that's all I'd be doing, playing sport and not even writing on it. Oh. But uh, so, so I, I think it's a pervasive issue. I, I think the only reason it's becoming a lot more uh, problematic in India is because we have an ideological central government which also has a lot of influence in various states so I think it also becomes a federal thought as well as a state thought whereas in the US it's mostly state within the states and China is another example where it's a state-led history lesson which is completely ignoring the existence yeah, of yeah, and Korea and yeah it's and, but yes. they don't want to do that but you know in this day of internet age and Google and everything it is just ridiculous mm. for history books to just say half the truth. I mean, you know, we are not in 1950s or 60s. But China yeah. has managed to create because they have a, a system where you cannot even access, they block the gate. So they blocked, yeah. <coughs> it's amazing what they've done. Okay, uh, I'll just uh, read the next letter. But before I do that, i just like to remind you, please subscribe. The button is under this on the News Laundry page not on the SoundCloud page because on the SoundCloud page we cannot put any other button or links which is why all references to any articles or pieces that we talk about on the Hafta you will find them under the podcast on the News Laundry podcast page and not on SoundCloud. So our next email is from Thompson. Dear, dear NL Hafta team, I have been an avid listener of all your podcasts since episode 1. Anand is my favourite panellist on the show because of his sheer variety of knowledge from politics to science. <coughs> this week I was listening to a debate on intolerance. I was sort of amused when Madhu said Babri served as a sort of warning to Indian Muslims that their identity is Indian and they should not, bracket cannot, cheer for Pakistan. I wonder That what is a big misquote but that's alright. It's a odd synopsis. Let it go. Okay, that's a misquote, young Thompson. <laughs> so please quote correctly. <laughs> but um, no, but he's done a good synopsis in one sentence of what I said in a paragraph. So the nuances are missing. Miss, nuances are missing, but otherwise. Nichod, Nichod, he here. So you can read Tell the rest of it. Uh, you have, you know, sp- spoken about Afridi thanking Kashmiris during T20, and he says, "I agree with Madhu that Indians as a people are tolerant." As Subramanian Swami says, minorities in India are far, far safer than any other Islamic country. Uh, so you can read this letter. It's Thomas D. Cruz. Uh, thanks, Thomas, for writing in. And uh, do spread the word and listen to NL Hafta. And do subscribe and ask your friends and family too as well. Uh, Karuna, what would you like to go with next? I think the favorite minister should be spoken about, my favorite minister at least, okay. Srimati Smriti Rani and how much time, I think Anand and Smriti are the only two people who have so much time on Twitter. It's wow. amazing. <laughs> yeah, Anand you, I spent, actually like. You spend too much time, so much. not enough time. No man, I just unfollowed on Anand, seriously. On, on the, on behalf of all the News Laundry Hafta listeners. Every time I see a tweet of his, why is he writing this? We are going to do a collective True appeal. That. Anand Babu, Hosh Meao, Ham Tumare Saath Hai. Like off on News Laundry less on Twitter. No, see, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the reason why, I mean this is, if, if you were to actually look very closely at the periodicity of my tweets, hmm. 
as my wife unfortunately did at one point of time, <laughs> realized those are my smoke breaks. So, mm. ah. <laughs> so you can have a smoke break and write an article also. Very difficult. You have to get him a move. Unless article is about 40 characters. Yes. So, yes. So, so the concern was why should a minister, it's okay to engage, which is great. But don't have this class four level of argument. Tune ka tha. To diye de kya keh rahi hai? And she's done it consistently. And you're a union minister in the cabinet of a very important portfolio. So it's something that she has done it consistently on a personal attack. She did it on Barkha. She did it on Rohini Singh of ET, and this time on the Congress spokesperson. It's she's one of a many spokespeople. So don't even. And today I think there was. Something I was seeing on NDTV, I think for the bus stops here, one of Barkha shows, that Mrs. Rani is saying, "Oh, I I increase her stature. I mean, don't do that." Swati Chaturvedi's stature. Priyanka, Priyanka's stature. But the discussion was on rape. With names. The discussion was on rape, and then you start this tutu meme. And if if racism is embarrassing India, I think this is also embarrassing India far more. What do you think, Manisha? I think, but though in this Twitter exchange, the context was everybody knows. Except for that one Priyad, fun break, Priyanka Chaturvedi really, uh, writing to tweeting to Smriti Rani because she'd been getting a lot of rape threats hmm. over certain things she had said, and then Smriti said that. Well, it just got complicated. Both of them fought, and Mihir came in the middle, and Mihir Sharma, Sharma as, we, as usual, as always, uh, yeah. and retweeted Priyanka's, saying that this is exactly how a union minister should respond to a rape threat. Right? He was being sarcastic. So Smriti confused him for Mihir Shivastav of Outlook, who had done a hatchet job. Like on you, she's Smriti. not very good with she names. Written a, he written a really kind of a nasty, mm. mean profile, I think. And she wrote to him saying that you know, uh, looking at what you have written about me, I don't need lectures from you on feminism. So he's like, what? He's like, what did I write about you? <laughs> he's like, oh, sorry, I confused you for Mihir, uh, another Mihir. He's like, okay, are there too many Mihirs in the world? To which Smriti said, yeah, ask me. I've seen like five change. Inasaasi, so this was that was witty. That was amazing. I thought I've seen about five change in a serial. Because when she was Tulsi, there was her husband was Mihir who kept dying and coming back and dying and coming back. And different actors. So that ended well. Like it kind of ended. I think it showed her in a nice. So she's still talking about it. Disappointing. I think what is disappointing is that I find that the ministers. In the BJP government, particularly the new ones, only the new ones, I would say, and most of them are first-time ministers, is that they do not know how to handle the bureaucracy. They do not know how to handle spats. They don't know how to handle disagreements. They don't know how to manage it. They don't strategize. It's everything is like a knee-jerk reaction. So what I see is that instead of using either getting your joint secretary to to listen to what you say or change it. They are just keeping them and fighting with them, and there's a there's a sort of enjoyment in kitpit. And this public kitpit has become addictive. And the kitpit has become like a goal, and it's it's distracting from what they should be focusing on. And this is the kind of disappointment I feel that when ministers who have so much on their plate are wasting their time on this kitpit. No, and just learn from your own colleagues, Sushma Suraj. And the railway minister is very thoughtful. I really like her. She is with so much dignity. She gets a secretary every time who she totally gets along with, who gets her, 
I think the Ministry of External Affairs generally has been an extremely yeah. well handled and yeah. we must give, you know, Sushma Swaraj credit but I'm Absolutely. sure that entire bunch of bureaucrats is, is a very smart No, or even Suresh Prabhu, Except you know, he handles it very well. Except Krishna read the Portuguese diplomat. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well. But Anand, about this Riti Rani. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I, I actually, I found it enjoyable and I'll tell yeah. you. The, the reason was that like the, bit, the sparkling wit was Alu there. Pakada. Yeah, you know, the sparkling wit and also I think the context of the exchange or the spat if you may call it, was actually not the R word, it was Priyanka was not interacting with Smriti Rani. What Priyanka said was that Smriti Rani has Z security, hmm. something. That is where Smriti Rani came in and said, no, I don't have Z yes, security, I don't have Z security or whatever. What are you planning? Why are uh, you that's when it took off. Then it started. Yeah. That's when it took off. Like, you know. Hmm. But you know, sometimes it's really fun to be bitchy on Twitter. Sure. It's, it's like... Madhu says that with a gleam in her eyes. Yeah, really, because I, I, I had the... You're never bitchy on Twitter. Madhu, Madhu, sister, I won't tell you what happened. I tweeted that um, we were doing that NL uh, prime time. Prime time. And I tweeted that um, this IBN 7 is being, news is being sponsored by Ramdev Patanjali. Huh. And then I wrote sigh. Hmm. So some woman tweets to me, getting cheaper are we? I looked at her profile picture and I tweeted back saying, nice profile picture. What was it? It was so cheap. Okay. It was like, you know, this low cut blouse and hair frizzed out. Oh, so you're like, busy, you're bitchy mother to So her. I just, I just said, nice profile picture. It's probably a guy actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's even better. I'm that convinced it's a <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, that's a smart handle. Your view of Smriti Rani's conduct as a minister, please, that's... I will now feed into my history of studying sports and sports persons. Huh. Twitter battles never end well. I think many athletes have single-handedly destroyed their brand by getting into yeah. Twitter as a regular mode of communication and I think that what's increasingly changing across leagues, not IPL but other leagues is you actually give them orientation and training on how best to deal with social media. Communication, absolutely. Communication mm -hmm. and, I, and I think... Such as who destroyed the LeBron James has had many issues with Twitter, mm -hmm. uh, the entire Boston Celtics team. Mm -hmm. One guy put up a broom and ah. it was misconstrued as saying we're going to have a sweep against the Lakers and it just spiraled out of control after that. They get into a lot of battles with players, mm -hmm. uh, other players, mm -hmm. other sports persons, fans of course. A lot mm -hmm. of trolling happens for people who are passionate fans. So I think I think that, I don't know if there is, but there should definitely be an orientation and a training session for members of parliament and MLAs on how best to deal with social media. It's a very powerful tool and they have many, many followers. Yeah. So I think I think if you don't have, I think I have two things to say to that. I think if you have an orientation course on how to deal with media, social media, it'll just be boring like Narendra Modi and you know what you want is someone like Kejriwal. Jo man mein aaya kya diya? He is psycho and Narendra Modi and PM of India's tweets. I mean, I went inaugurate. I cut this ribbon today, and you know, now, yeah, I'm doing boring. this now. I met this person today. Yeah, I want like towered in a psychopath. Yeah, entertainment. Yeah, PM says that he also makes mistakes because he's spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah
वो अपेक्षा आप अर्नब से रखिए राहुल शिवशंकर सर्कस होगा रोज रात नाचेंगे गाएंगे लोग बोल रही तेरी and they are increasing in their popularity mm. which is whenever uh, you know two people are fighting on twitter i immediately get a ping that uh, sir ye do log lad rahe hain jaldi aao and what i jaldi aao this is a thread someone messages is going on for about a year where i have been collecting all the fights religiously and it all started by some guy he immediately uh, tweeted to rahul roshan saying सर आशुतोष और अगले लड़ रहे हैं जल्दी मुझे अपना बचपन रैशनल his thing that brahmins have been oppressed and he was attacked because of brahmin I mean, that just found is historically crazy i thought yeah a little bit of history True. but he's not the extreme person who i was expecting and i think twitter brings out the worst in us yeah but coming to smriti irani i think smriti irani is very articulate she is very combative and she should be she should be a spokesperson she doesn't have the maturity or the gravitas to be a minister and and it is at such a deep level because i was watching her interview even today with barkha her body language i remember her interview with kasdi yeah. it's very dekh mere dikha diya ha mere wala part uski le li mere and it's that it's that kind of yeah, it's very kitta maza aaya but the fact is she is extremely articulate of course so she should be sitting where sambit patra sanju verma and all are sitting and i think she will be a better spokesperson than anyone else okay, so elocution skills In are fact, up there we have up there absolutely and also you know figures on a finger not always but you know the, but no, thing is that manages on every side no, because her report is good and her so comeback is fast she has gotten to the level of silence no of incompetence oh uh, the we and what does what it say she did a great job or not Wait for it. Wait for it. But it won't be very charitable. Can I say that? It won't be very charitable. Need to find out and then subscribe. And then subscribe. But uh, just last thing. Each time I see Smriti doing interviews or anything connected with her, it reminds me of when I was in school. Everyone used to start their debate <coughs> whether they had heard the idea of the other person or not. Mr. Chairman, Sir, members of the House, and my most worthy opponents. Of course. Today, I'm very sorry to say, but my opponents have a constipation of ideas and a diarrhea of words. Har manda aur wo kya hai? Aise pause ke liye dekh maine effect. line bolli ki sab kitas ho gayi. So she, her entire approach to serious governance or any interviews like that. You never see Sushma Swaraj or a yeah. Rajnath Singh or anyone. Rajnath Singh says very foolish things, but he's not. Ab main dekhata hu, inko main kono. you know how this thing is just 
the questions you are asked and the answers that you give the point is the ministry that she holds according to me is the most important Crucial. ministry absolutely in the modi sarkar mhrd and i have i mean as the piece hopefully go out today which no other media organization has actually done i have taken out each and every promise that was made by the bjp in their manifesto and i've kind you know tried to rate smriti rani how good she has done on each of those mm. 20 odd promises uh so the point is when people don't ask you uh, uh, you know about the questions relating to mhrd they will ask you about all the other peripheral questions you will go for a syrupy garden walk here bhai ye batao rahul ka kya chal raha hai uska kya chal raha hai kitne mein jhagda hua hai kya hua ye you know a uh, the mhrd is you know the most serious you supposed to have a very serious person in charge of mhrd mm. otherwise you know it's just makes a mockery of not only you but of the ministry itself mm. so i i think modi sarkar has got it i gave her time ek saal le lo do saal le lo but i think it's time to okay. either become a spokesperson or mm. you information and broadcasting ministry or whatever god for sake of reason it's still there become a yeah, i am doing gulaar yaar anand <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, manisha what do you want to go with next actually i want to go back to my state uh, uttarakhand mm. and what happened uh, last friday there a bjp mp tarun vijay from the mm. rajya sabha was yeah. attacked by a mob for leading dalits into a temple where traditionally dalits were not allowed to enter so he was attacked quite brutally his car was thrown off a hill and i saw the and, video he was really yeah uh, and uh, this He has an interesting profile because he has been doing a lot of this. He apparently in Karnataka uh, during Rakhi did some ceremony where he got Dalit women to tie a Rakhi. So he has been at the forefront of trying to fight caste oppression. Uh, but a lot of people felt that this news didn't create the kind of outrage that it would had uh, the leader been say in the left or an Ambedkarite or someone not in the BJP. which i do think is true i, I do think i do think that i think if it was not a bjp minister would have got a lot more play but i think this also kind of is even from the party there was back no to the whole to meets goes back to the whole gandhi versus ambedkar yes. form of fighting caste oppression which is one is trying to reform the other is saying rejected yes so a lot of people said that stop going to hindu temples and that we are not sympathetic to people mm. who want to reform or enter these temples you're supposed absolutely. to be rejecting absolutely in fact which in which i don't agree with i think that well, reform I, i think reform is equally important you can't expect That's everyone to give up god na anand says god ko maro goli no but yeah. you know, to come back to the ambedkar gandhi thing in fact one of the pieces which is unfortunately still Uh, half yes. is the uh, you know the <laughs> thing about Ambedkar on religion, and uh, there was a point of time where Gandhi ji went uh, went on an armor and you know fast and to death because he wanted Dalits to be uh, admitted to a temple, and people asked Ambedkar, are you supporting this? Uh, he said, no, I'm not. 
I'm not supporting Gandhi ji's this thing. Hmm. Whatever happens to him, happens to him. Yeah. Brave hmm. thing to say, but I Very absolutely agree. Hmm. Because he says that if if you are denying someone, you know, this is why if, if you are not, it's like a club. Okay. Why you want to like you know? Why do you want to enter a club yes, that doesn't? Why should your cheeks you know be on the glass windows of the club? That are they go under? What are they? To hell with it, yeah. But nah, then nah. that is to say that Hinduism only belongs to upper caste, and it doesn't. There are, I mean, everyone has the so, right to claim it. Though? Which is what they are also doing. Some of them are making, but also the right to, to enter. Sorry, not to say that they shouldn't. I mean, just so I'm no. not saying they shouldn't be allowed in. I'm just saying that reject it. Don't go to the temple. Reject it, but you see, rejection, I think maybe is, rejection would talks. hurt them much more if they are sensible enough than the upper reform. Class. Yeah. No, but all major religions have done that. Christianity has seen the Protestant movement, and Islam has seen, you know, many, many more. So it's, but it doesn't serve the. I agree with Manisha to a point that. Even the consisting systems which are there and thriving should allow. Hmm. How can you both open up? Then they'll just keep thriving in their own little, you know, insulated capsules, right? Madhu, would would it have got more play for that question? Had yeah, I mean that is actually an important. And one is clearly seeing this bias more and more. Hmm. If it had not been a BJP person, but what comes to mind is that today in today's India, there is a club in Mumbai in which. uh your application is perused by white people hmm. and you can only get in if you are an expat initially if you if the first oh yeah that goes to expat white people and then you have to be recommended by somebody who's on the board and the board i believe is all goras wow i think scopu has a list of five places in india Where you can't get in if you're Indian. Yeah. In But India, there are five such places. I think there's some features also. There was one. Um, there's there's one handicraft uh, handicraft emporium, CIE owned by Rashid Mir, Kashmiri, mm. where um, he tourist bus tourist buses are taken mm. there for shopping, and a friend of mine's daughter was walking in and she was stopped. Because they said Indians are not allowed. Is that right? Um, It's right here. Desh, are you oh. religious? Do you go to temples? I actually do. I won't say I'm, hmm. I'm overtly religious, hmm. but but yeah, I do. I do go to temples, which is why I think the rejection may not be as successful as you think. I think that there are certain very very sacred places in in the Hindu psyche where one, especially certain temples and certain aspects of going to a temple. So I think reform will. will yeah, if someone wants to, they should be allowed. They should be. I don't think. Surely. How are we? How are we? At one point, admonishing the caste system, and at the same time saying, build certain temples on the basis of your caste. I think that's that's kind of like a counter argument to me. I don't. I don't mm. know if it's. Uh, and do you? First of all, what, what is your political orientation? Do you have any? Do you lean one way or the other, or you can give a guess? I don't. I actually want to talk about it. Don't have to. No, no, no. That's fine. I actually, I, I don't vote because I'm, I'm actually, I was born in Canada, so I'm, I'm no CI, so I can't really. Uh, can't oh, you're an anti-national. Sakris, <laughs> all your Sakris are pretty. Must be national. Look, I saw. Now we know. I wasn't there, but I would have. Definitely. So you voted for Trudeau? I would have, and I would have voted for the Democrats if I was in, in the US. I don't think I can be conservative in any, in any sense of the word. So you would. 
say you're liberal. You're I would, okay. but but I don't know if there's an equivalent of that in India right now. I think there is kind of forming, but yeah, I, I get what you mean. In fact, me and Anand have discussed this often. But uh, do you think uh, there is a bias that with an attack happens on a BJP leader, it doesn't get the kind of action that coverage on at least English media that anyone else does? Do you see that? I know as a kid, actually, uh, Desh's house is one of the only houses which didn't have a television when we were growing up. Not that there were any channels. <laughs> I remember when you were Oh, you couldn't watch Doordarshan. Did you watch Star? Did you were 21? You didn't have 21, we didn't have a TV. Yeah. Wow. I remember. On principle. Charge at an What was the idea? That we should be out there playing a sport. You used to play tennis. In fact, uh, you played tennis for Delhi? Yeah, yeah, I played the national level. So, do you see that on BJP this thing? I, I think this is a stray case. I think it's. Uh, I think the BJP is a very media savvy kind of a setup. I think they managed to get a lot of the information out there. But yes, I think if it was left to an unbiased media to report, they would err on the side of not mm. not too tooting any any. Any negatives that have occurred to a to a BJP member, as opposed to somebody who yeah, they don't want to, they don't want the BJP to try to play victim ever. In fact, this is Smriti Rani is always playing victim. She no matter what the this thing, she is always the victim. That I think that's very strong. Okay, uh, I'll quickly go over to the last two or three things that I want to talk about. Uh, one is this. Um, Bajrangal leader. So, one thing we can talk about happened, I think, day before yesterday. Two Kashmiri journalists. Oh yes. Okay, let's leave. talk about that. Were actually forced by the army to. Okay, because they so, wouldn't stand up. So for I just and Shiva who then tweeted that these asses are from <laughs> this organization. Just check his tweets. Which organization? Just, you can read those out also. Kashmir reporter or something. Like that. Kashmir rising. Yeah. Okay. Kashmir they said we don't stand because one said I was writing notes. What notes could you possibly be writing? During Jangarnavana, writing this uh, lyrics or what? I, I, I just like to briefly discuss this Bajrang Bell video of Self Defense Academy where they're you know rolling over each other. <laughs> I've now had a show on it, which was one of the most enjoyable shows I have watched of Times Now News Up. Uh, I've written about it. You can find the link below. It was truly hysterically funny. It was amazing, and. You know, as long as you have TV news like that, you cannot compete. No one can compete because if ads are decided by eyeballs, everyone will watch that, and therefore the model is broken anyway. So that's why you know you should pay. Is this the one where he calls the Muslim journalist? Uh, no, that's a separate one. He called. In fact, uh, maybe Manisha can tell us about that. Calling the Muslim uh, journalist. Uh, there's an article about that in. Uh, nah, there was a Tehelka journalist who was on the debate on uh, the ISIS video. Hmm. He he countered uh, the Batla encounter narrative and hmm. Arnab in his trademark style said, Oh, you're pseudo secular, hmm. you're anti whatever national. And he said that you're basically a front for Indian Mujahideen. Which. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just such a normal thing for him to say. Like I'm not even surprised. It's but just very easy for him to say. The one problem I have is casual conversation with him. Freaking out even more than he did last. With his own self, right? He's competing with himself. The biggest thing I like about Arnab is that his, you know, the monologue in the beginning is about last about seven or eight minutes. Then he asks a question. And there is a time delay, obviously, you know, because of the OB man. And the, you can see the other person's opened his mouth, 
then this guy starts again fir baat ho jata hai and then he says calm down calm down calm down ek baar but wo do yaar what what he starts every uh, everything like if you compare it to a horse racing commentary it's the tone and, and the rhythm and then the blue is there and for the rules is open. Is and the debate is open huh. now so so is coming in now and so so is coming in now <laughs> and, and, and and exactly. I, I, I and the pretty the, and the pretty white stallion is taking over and, <laughs> and now you can come in now let him talk let him talk okay he's coming he's coming he's coming he's going to take over the, he's a horse race but what i love most about Just this is the, the irony is that in a most ridiculously nonsensical debate where everyone is shouting over everyone else he actually has rules Debate or the video of these Bajrang Dal people training them how to shoot air rifles and jump over each other and roll with each other in the mud. <laughs> it's really funny. It's watch quite it. cute. It's really They funny. The Bajrang Dal guy has been arrested. This I object to. These guys are see the thing is this whole law of disturbing communal harmony. Na, you can throw that anywhere. It's the Gali Devi. You have disturbed communal harmony. These guys were hugging each other and rolling with air guns. You have disturbed communal harmony because they are you are wearing saffron cloth. I I'm think you can make caps. fun of them. You can do, but you cannot arrest these Bajrangal guys for for conducting a camp where they're teaching. They're you playing. know, they're so you. I think the Bajrangal is hideous. It is a disgusting organization. If you want to ban it, ban it because if you can prove that they've killed someone or that none who they doused with petrol is a month old pregnant nun and stuff like that, but on this. You arrest them. This is my problem. You know, you can't get them on any big issue, and this is what inhibits freedom of speech and expression. You cannot arrest these guys for doing. Arrest misusing the law. Here you will say, "Arey, see, I arrested him. See, I used the law." You can't. So you will them. not use the law when the big <coughs> issue hits because you've already, you know, it's like a trump card. You've already used it. Yeah, I don't think you should have been arrested. Say, you know, I mean, obviously. But what the real guns? I've said this before. You can never respect the RSS for the simple reason. That their progeny is the VHP and Bajrang. Enough said. Yeah. I mean, you know, that is in one sentence. You just wipe away whatever contribution RSS has made, in my opinion. Mm. Absolutely. So that's point number one. Point number two is you have, you know, so the, the whole controversy about these buffoons, uh, you know, the air gun was such a thick air, but you have these skull caps. Mm. Now this is the third time I am seeing this. The first two times. So this is Bajrang Dal doing this. So okay, chalo over here. The second, the second time was when the BJP government in I think Maharashtra was holding a anti-terrorism whatever airport has been taken over, and they had a mock people drill. with a mock drill, mock terrorists. So the mock terrorists yes. were. And when it came out, dressed up. Then people dug out the NCP Congress, NCP government, and done exactly the same thing. तो हमारे देश में ये क्या है कि यार आपको मतलब एंटी है कुछ भी दिखाना है स्कल कैप पहनना 
पुलिस ड्रिल काउंटर टेरर नेशनल in kashmir uh, manisha yeah so the um, uh, jammu and kashmir light infantry regiment had an event in uh, the rangreet center in shrinagar where they played the national anthem and two journalists from kashmiri kashmir reader and kashmir rising rising kashmir didn't stand up and one of the officers colonel burn uh, came to these two journalists and said that you know we don't need people like you get out Uh, later on, the army spokesperson apologized. Though mm-hmm. he called up the two journalists and said that you know he shouldn't have said this to you. He should have raised the issue with me. So a lot of journalists uh, like Aditya Rajkaur, Shivaroor, have would tweeted out saying great, and these guys should should have been thrown great out. Great for the army. Yeah. Great for apologizing. Great no, no, no. Great for, for telling them to kick them out. Most of Shivaroor I, I even put like out. Do you think that if you're going to kick them out, then stick by it? भगा दिया I mean, stay normal, right? Again, it brings some social media behavior. You're a journalist. You do cover defense. You haven't served in the army for forty years to know enough. Mm. So, like, chill, just relax. Mm. And these are people of your tribe, you know. It's it's something that, like, I think as as a feminist, I think women should speak up for other women across uh, political barriers or whatever. I will be first in line to speak up for Smriti Irani. When I see that she's being attacked unduly, you know, and, and oh, she is sometimes. What about? I want to ask you about Radhika Vaz's tweet. I didn't. I don't, don't, follow. I don't follow her and you. Both of you, I don't follow. <laughs> so uh, for the army, I think for journalists, especially my beef is here with my uh, Alu Pakoda here is with the journalist fraternity. You know, see why they did that. See it in context. Just go, man, man, man. Yeah, army. But you may not meet them. Allah, yeah, honorary colonel, ka kitab. स्टैंड अपू डू एनी थिंग 
It's a free country. And if they didn't stand up, it's absolutely fine. Madhu? Madhu has a... Madhu says yeah. Madhu should be punched. Yes. <laughs> punched in the nose. You know, I am... So they punch the nose or the sonars? <gasps> I'm a card-carrying jingoist. Okay. I absolutely do not like people who do not stand up for the national. So I would, if I was there, I would have taken them by the collar. Yeah. Let, okay. Let's ask the American. <laughs> ஒரு So so he was actually during the Canadian National Anthem, the Miami Heat were playing the Toronto Raptors and while the Canadian National Anthem was on, he was actually taking some practice shots Mm. and everybody was furious in Canada, it was in Toronto. So so usually, in fact, if this had been a bit more egregious, they would have actually suspended him from a few games because he's clearly disrespecting what is national symbol. Yeah, I disagree with the... you know madhu that if someone's in a cinema hall and it plays you know the rest of the crowd shouldn't move them out but if you're at an army function there's a certain um, you know formality sure, to an yeah. army function okay it's like if you're sitting in the court of law and the judge walks in and says all right ji mujhe nahi rise karna i am very disillusioned with the legal system fir tum baad mein you respect your host so, you should if you want the forces have invited you for a army day function yeah. or whatever it is and how if i were the peer of the army i would have said is just go tell those guys um please uh, go have chai pakoda outside apache road fun we'll send you tea and coffee and pakodas eat it and you can come back in but if you want to stay in here you have to rise if you don't mm-hmm. want to rise step out you can step back in when it goes mm-hmm. but if you are an army function and the thing plays and you don't stand up i would back you being asked to leave yeah i and they should have just stood up and just cross your hands behind your back or But whatever you know no, 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 don't go with protocol it's kashmir and it's kashmiri kids there's a reason and I, and the army gets it it's us who don't no, there is precisely why the pr said no point there because it's a really emotional overwrought situation where there's no family in kashmir who's not been exposed to some form of violence yeah or lost some so it's a very raw situation and these are the so little ways in which they can protest pre- protest or present defiance you know okay quickly That's i'm how, uh, or they could I'm, walk out i'm giving one last email what happened to radhika was by radhika was to quickly just finish that for i don't know he shared a fight with anurag kashyap um, and a lot of other see. people about what, what? what? So I Radhika or exact Radhika Vaz is a stand up comedian. Which so she said this the next bitch who says yeah. she isn't a feminist needs yeah. to pay dowry and then perform sati and be married off at age 11 and no school for you clap 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 I think that's a nice This is in response to This is in response to that queen actress right Just read it slowly She's basically said the next bitch who says she isn't a feminist needs to pay dowry and then perform sati and be married off at age 11 and no school for you She's just res- school, school for, you. for you. This is in response to the queen uh, actress uh, saying that I'm not a feminist. Diana Diana Hayden. Lisa Hayden. Lisa Hayden saying that I'd like to cook for my husband and we our bodies are made to have children and all. I think aise utch vicharon 
यही है मधु ऐसे विचारों वाली आजकल इंडिया communication whether it's television a show a podcast or an article to our listeners at the end of every podcast we'll definitely recommend your book but other than that if you have anything keep it in mind but before i do that the last email it's from digi rai and digi rai says hi guys hafta has been an integral part of my saturday morning i keep it on while relishing self cooked breakfast in the morning whenever i don't get to listen i thought digi was going to say i keep it on when i am <laughs> मधु <laughs> I understand not all may be relevant in Haftar's context. I could not contain my curiosity to have a look at the content of these links. Please share if you can. A sincere well wisher. Okay, Digi, we'll put the links on all five pieces that Madhu sent to me under this Haftar, so you can read them. Thank you for writing in. Uh, well, that's all we have on the Haftar. Before we end, let's just get the recommendations of the week. Let's start with so, you, Anand. I mean, I, I read this wonderful piece in the Telegraph. Mm. Uh, about this astounding discovery that uh, <clears throat> uh, American scientists have made, which is that they have discovered that the breast cancer cells go and hide in the bone marrow, and uh, the relapse that happens, they come out after four or five years for the relapse. Uh, wow. So this is uh, it's a major advance because what happens is you can uh, you know you have the breast cancer surgery. and then and you think uh, you're fine for about 3 or 4 5 years it seems and back. suddenly it comes back so what these guys did was they not only found out the the protein which helps the uh, the breast cancer cells take uh, you know they take root inside the bone marrow they also found out the adherent receptor that actually helps them you know keeps them there okay. and they were simple uh, drugs they were able to you know spoke these breast cancer cells out and killed them and the piece on this is in what in, in the, so basically it's a scientific journal but it's come in the telegraph so i would highly recommend okay incidentally uh, the same thing mycobacterium tuberculosis also does it actually goes and hides in the bone marrow and once your immunity goes down after decades it actually comes out karuna uh, actually one and a half recommendations one was a story I was reading on uh, Iran uh, and the headgear arrest or the lack of the hijab arrest. So there was a story in the Daily Beast on Fifty Shades of Iran, the mullah's kinky fans- fantasies about sex in the West. It is about it. It's something interesting and fun. 
so I would recommend that. The other is something I want to read is is actually my ex Tehelka colleague Rana's book, hmm. which I for one have a lot of expectations from, and I'd like to see the narrative she's taken on on especially on how her bosses treated her as well. So. Right. Manisha? Um, I want to uh, recommend a really nice little video by Array uh, Media uh, on Narendra Modi's two years watch it. It's really funny. Okay. Okay, Madhu? I'm just going through all the stuff that I've been reading. Hmm. But actually, I've been using most of my time hmm. to read Rana Yu's book. Okay. Gujarat Files. And is it interesting? Well, um, in my mind, it raises a lot of questions so far, hmm. hasn't answered a lot of the questions. Desh Gaurav Sekri, what would you recommend other than your book called Not Out, The Incredible Story of Indian Premier League by Desh Gaurav Sekri? That, of course, all our listeners, you must read. But other than that. What I read, actually, cancer hits very close to home. <coughs> I lost my father towards six months back, so that's a very interesting discovery you're talking about. So, Related to that, the book I want to read is The Emperor of Maladies by Siddharth Mukherjee. Hmm. Oh yeah, it's stunning. Stunning. So his new book is just, new one's just coming out. It's it's it is out already. Yeah. I, asked, I asked the bookseller, is it selling? Because when I opened it, it was so thick mm. Mm. and so scientific. The pages are so heavily scientific. The Emperor of Maladies was a, a lot different. It was anecdotal. This is also anecdotal, but it seems to be, be more science heavy. He's a friend of mine and, and um, I uh, bought it because I feel I sh you know, should try to read it, mm -hmm. but it is more difficult to read than Emperor oh, Maladies was an easy read. I was looking forward to this one. So the New York Times actually reviewed it very similarly to what you said. But it's selling well. Yeah. And I asked them why is it selling? It's so heavy, it's so scientific. <laughs> is it the damper victory? Okay. okay. Um, and he's an amazing man. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I um, don't have a very serious recommendation for the week. <clears throat> I have a recommendation for this show that I reviewed of Arnav's. And I think it's a must watch other than the obvious entertainment. <laughs> I think it goes into a deeper issue that with the current model of the number of eyeballs decide how much advertising you get and the number of eyeballs you get is determined by how entertaining your programming is with that model in place. So I think it's a great learning, it's great entertainment, <coughs> sorry, it's great entertainment, but it's also great learning that news cannot be sustained, good news, as in well-made journalism, by this whole eyeball and advertising model. And that show tells you why. <coughs> that's why I recommend it. But that's all we have for you in the hafta today. We will leave you with this one song it has nothing to do with anything, but it's just a great song and I like it. So please enjoy it and thank you for tuning in. Bye bye. Thank Catch all new episodes of NL Hafta on newslaundry.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook.